I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yotis B, listen to the sportive episode 150. I'm with John. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. Stu. Sup, sex halfers. Ooh. Uh, you must. That's you. You've been getting some bad information, Stu. I have two <laughs> small children in the house. That's. Nah, sorry. Oh, you. Well, I mean, not with other people, but I suppose you're right. Technically, uh, we also have Clarence. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? Nice. It's beautiful. We've got a lot to talk about today. Very little sports related, but we're going to drag it into some football, some twins, some wild. We've got an Ask Sportive. We've got a couple Sportive Explains, which is our new feature we're very excited about because we're all pretty dumb and we love learning. And then maybe (laughs) some dad life weekend preview. Who the fuck knows, everybody? I wanted to take a second, though, and... um, completely jinx us and say we are almost 150 episodes complete and we have not gotten sued yet. Well, I Wait. think I think that's an important outgrowth of nobody listening to us. It's it is reassuring to know though that the one mm-hmm. nice thing about nobody listening to us is we still are able to own our homes. Do you think it's the fact that Wade fact checks this and then like saves us? Oh, maybe. That could be. Yeah, we do have, for any new listeners, we do have an official fact checker who will weigh in later on the lies we've told um, and various half-truths. It's mostly lies. Of our many mottos, the the motto, um, better to ask forgiveness than permission, seems to be the only thing that's keeping us above water right now. Well, I do. Mm -hmm. I noticed there's been a lot of... 150 is a big big deal. 150 is a round number. Yeah. Yeah. It's a round number. It's our sesquicentennial tonight. Another thing that we've uh, we've noticed after 149 episodes is a lot of people take our bits. We're not bitter about it. We're fine. But uh, one of the most recent things that I've been noticing is on television, almost every single night night now, there's four assholes yelling at each other and lying through their teeth most of the night uh, for the political debates. That was our thing. We fucking started it. So... Mm -hmm. It's annoying to me that there's getting they're getting what 15 20 million people watching these things and we've been doing it for for almost 3 years now. So we're not better. Some bullshit. We're not The better. amazing the amazing thing is they haven't been at it that long but they already have 14 more episodes than we've had. So <laughs> <laughs> they are they are prolific. I will there give them that. I'll give them the credit. Yes. 
Uh, we are an apolitical podcast, so I, did, I just I just noticed the parallels of of four uh, four men. So I don't want to get in, down a political rabbit hole, especially not because. Can you imagine if if like Vox did a uh, summary of every one of our episodes? <laughs> An explainer. That would suck. Oh, it'd be so we would be sued at that point. That would again the key to us not being sued is nobody listening. So if you are Clarence listening, Longtown, one of the hosts, often asks them to put things up their butts when he disagrees with them. How Clarence Swamptown asking everyone to put something up their butt reflects the crumbling infrastructure of society. This country used to have values and morals and norms. There's no norms anymore. The All right. roughly represents Europe. <laughs> Crumbling Euro. Well, for anybody listening, thank you for listening, and please don't spread the word because we enjoy not being sued. This will be our little secret of all the various terrible things that we say. Let's bring on your lawsuits. Bring it. With I that, got the best lawyer in seven counties. You bring do? it. That's good. That is good. All right. Uh, we know a few lawyers actually. I don't know if any of them would actually help us if it mattered, but we do know a couple. That's our that's our threat to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, let's Bring get, it. I'm let's, undefeated. <laughs> with lawsuits on the mind, let's get started with a person who I think we've threatened the most, and that would be uh, Richard Spielman. Trader Rick is how is how we Trader know him Rick. in the biz. So he's been active. He's been busy this week, right? Um, can I think s- more active than people thought he would be. I feel like we're not very active typically, right? And in, in in this time frame, and we're usually just screaming that all the good players have been taken, and we're just uh, sitting with our thumbs up our asses. If I remember right, that's usually our annual mid March complaint. But we have a different yes. complaint this time, right? And that there is activity, but we're not happy about it. Is is that the vibe I'm getting from from you uh, football lovers? Well, the free agent activity that Rick went with, I mean, he signed Alex Boone, who's a guard who was from, I can't even remember where, and that's fine. They they could use another offensive lineman for something. And then he signed two linebackers to play on special teams, which I guess is exciting. But the free agent activity, I don't think, is what people are talking about. What people are talking about are the fact that they had the chance to cut Phil Lodeholt or Matt Khalil or both loose and instead kept them both. And I just, it's infuriating because what are they thinking? I just don't understand. Did they take a pay cut or is it non-guaranteed money so they're just going to be around and they can cut them later? No, as far as I know, they're both are getting paid now. Oh, okay. And oh, it just it makes me so mad that they took the worst offensive line in the league from last year and said, you know what? Let's make sure every one of these guys is coming back for something. So the comeback that people keep, and it's driving me crazy, the comeback that people keep saying is, well, last year they were bad, but just wait until they get Lodeholt and Sullivan healthy and Khalil and... They'll be back. Well, they had them healthy two years ago, and they were very, very bad. They were a bad offensive line with them healthy. So now they're two years older. Uh, Coming back from an injury, they've added a poor uh, and declining guard in Boone. 
They've re-signed Harris, who was bad last year, and people are expecting improvement because of Tony Sperano. <laughs> That's the most the most amazing argument I saw was, well, now they'll have line depth. Well, that's great. Are they going to play all eight of them at the same time? It's like that old joke, uh, this food is terrible in such small portions. Yeah. And they heard that and went, well, we'll do bigger portions. You know what, guys? We've got nine choices, all of the same disgusting flavor. The old country buffet theory. (laughs) Rest in peace, old country buffet. Too soon. It's a little too soon. No, it was old country buffet had plenty of time. Too late? Too late. Too late. Long... (laughs) That joke is too late, guys. You, you hung on too long, old country buffet, and America can do better. There's still one in Burnsville. It's still open. Okay, the St. Claude one closed on Tuesday. That's I thought all of them know. closed. I, I didn't know that there was still the no, one in, in Burnsville. I think, I think the Burnsville one is the only one going in Minnesota now with St. Claude. Yeah. That's not the city I would have pegged to be the last man standing for old country buffets. The part of the city. God, I hated that. That was my dad's favorite restaurant growing up. That's like the only restaurant we got to go to was that one, and it just sucked. It was so bad. Like you'd walk in, and the chicken head would just greet you. Hey, yeah. hey how you doing? <laughs> We're welcome to Old Country Buffet. <laughs> Slipping and sliding across the floor with the chicken grease everywhere. Oh, oh. God, I hated that place. So Saint Claude, the St. Claude one is, in our, is the building where our gym, the gym that I go to, is in, and it was just, you could smell it from the gym. Oh, and, it was, oh. and it was always, I mean, they didn't go out of business because of the St. Cloud Old Country Buffet. They they had an audience, my friends. They they had regulars. Well, yeah. not, I mean, they weren't regulars because they would die, but they would get new regulars. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's, right. a lot of, it's a lot of old people that had no taste buds left and were just there happy that some place yeah. was open at 4 o'clock. It was a good value. You know, with your AARP discount, you know, it was probably seven ninety nine for, you know, Lobster Thursday or whatever the fuck it was, but... Oh Man, God! It just just threw food. up. Just not good food. So you said it was your dad's favorite restaurant, and did he ever explain why it was? Was it really just it's cheap? And I get a lot of food because he's still rubbing the same two pennies together that he had in 1947. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Yeah, that's that's gotta be it. Well, all their customers. There's are our, There's our old country buffet contest yep. that people were. Begging I'm, for. I'm glad we got beyond the Vikings' offensive line. <laughs> All right, to the OCB. Anyways, so Alex Boone is the Green Jello. So of the NFL, Clarence, yep. what's your problem with Alex Boone? It's bad. How do you know he's bad? He had a bad season last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, I thought I, he had a good season last yeah, year. Yeah, I thought he was good. No, no, by no, he had a bad season last year and not I a great that, season the year before. What are, Barn, Barnwell is on Clarence's side on this one, I think. Yeah, I'm just wondering what you're going off. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I just by people who his... actually have a detached view of of uh, how he performed, not like Rand, who, no, he's 16th of the, what? what? <laughs> no, was he, he wasn't. Of the available PFF, like, guard free agents, he was like in the top 25%. I think that was where Mike was getting that from. Or standard. Okay. Okay, so yeah, that's... You're right, you're right, right, just standard. So, I mean, he, he had, per PFF, he had a good year, but... Right, so uh, PFF... There's uh, other things. PFF thought that the Vikings' offensive line at, as a whole had a good year. Where'd they rank them? What, didn't you tell yeah, me they were like 19th or something? Yeah. They were not They were not ranked behind several college teams in a girls' high school basketball yeah. team, so... <laughs> 
they they included quarterback mortality, and Teddy survived, so that really helped him. <laughs> very good. So Gave a lot of points for the quarterback living. Yeah. No, but I, I have not been paying attention at all. What are the what are the places that say he wasn't good? Just like the the San Francisco beat reporter guys, or uh, yeah, I mean, San Francisco beat reporter guys. The uh, any you can go online and find a number of reports that say he did not have a good season. San Francisco fans themselves, the ones that uh, you know, the San Francisco offensive line was was yeah. bad. Yeah. And and he was a component of that. Yeah, their one good game was against the Vikings. Yeah, shut us down. Yeah. So maybe Spielman's just saw that. Say, hey, this guy is pretty good. <laughs> kicked our ass the first week of the yeah. season. Got to get more of those 49ers. And, I mean, he was really – that would have been their Super Bowl year, I think, is that that was a really good offensive line that year. And then he's kind of been – Less good. Kind of what's been then. Rick's MO so far this free agency, just picking off guys from really bad football teams. Ten- Tennessee, didn't they get their safety? Yeah. Uh, Detroit's special teams. <laughs> yeah, they've basically. Linebacker. Been, yeah, they've been in the mix for like the big, like the uh, the guy from Cincinnati and the guy who went to the Raiders, Baltimore. the offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. And once those guys didn't pan out, they went to like their third or fourth option. They've been playing the old Twins free agency card. They were involved. There's they a really good chance they sign Butch Husky here at some point. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were uh, too. Well, they made offers. I mean, they just didn't accept them. What the fuck are you going to do, you know? We tried so hard. Kid, it was just, we, had, we were right down in the wire. Mm-hmm. Wrote some checks out. Well, they didn't cash them. Yeah, we'll switch to the he builds for the draft anyway um, here at some point in the next couple of days. And then and Clarence will start, you know, just, you know bad things will start happening. So they haven't really got... Have they picked up any starters besides... Boone's a starter, obviously. Um, Boone's is going to start, yes. Is that it uh, that's so it. far? That's safety. Uh, Furman, Mark Furman. Um, Mark Furman. Mark He's Furman. Evidence Jesus that Christ, that guy? Yeah, Mark and, Furman. Uh, a linebacker from Cincinnati, like a manual labor or something like that. Yeah, wow. outside linebacker. And these uh, names just sort of... Fi- Sound like you're making them up as you go. That can't be. No, I mean we know. Right. I mean I'm I'm pretty much convinced that Mike Zimmer can make a, a, a like a decent defense out of spare parts. So I'm not too panicky about the defense yet. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, bringing back that entire offensive line that just I I don't get that shit at all. Did you guys? The best argument I've heard so far. Somebody you know was uh, not arguing with me, but trying to talk me off the ledge about the Vikings offensive line. Yep. And the best argument, and I'm not, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not trolling. The best argument I've heard so far is that you can win with a bad offensive line. The people that have been trying to convince me that they have a good offensive line, they're, they're not going to win. I'm not hearing it. They don't. Why are they wasting Alex their breath me? explaining don't to you? Don't bother with me. <laughs> the angle you need to take is the angle that, that the guy took online. He said, they don't need a good offensive line to win. Okay, now you got you caught my attention. So the His guy that you was, that you think made a good point was the guy who agreed with you. Uh, that's no, I think that <laughs> they're it's a not quite agree with me. I'm like, oh, that's a disaster. They suck. He's like, built, no, he built on that. It's not a disaster. They're bad, but that it doesn't matter. That like Denver's offensive line wasn't world beaters. 
but their defense was so freaking awesome right. that it didn't matter. He must oh. not be a sportive listener because we broke it down, and it, it's like one out of every 15 years can a terrible offensive team win. Yeah. And it just to, happened. So that it's like 14 years from now it's going to happen again. That's not the way you win championships. No, it's not. But that's the angle. I mean, if you're going to take any of them, that's, got, that's your best bet. Uh, my angle is they're not done yet and that Sullivan will be no Sullivan's can't even walk yet can he I mean um, I, I think there's as good a chance of Sullivan retiring as there is of him being on the Vikings. I mean, he was supposed to be back by like week nine, and he had to get another back surgery. That, to me, yeah. you know, he's 350 pounds to begin with. That's probably not a great sign. Back for surgery. Back, back surgery for, yeah. Not a finger surgery. Not a toe surgery. Yeah, no, back it's not surgery. a... That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, so yeah, that's... Not, I don't trust that. I, the the load hold thing... It, that doesn't upset me at all. I mean, he was really good. He got injured. It's not like he's a horse where we just have to immediately uh, take him out behind the barn. At least he's a give good him a- run blocker. He can't pass block. He never could, even when no. fully healthy. He wasn't great. Okay. All right. But I and still it's think it's fine. To, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. The, all the quotes that I've seen, and again, I'm the the fourth most educated football mind here that's not going to stop me from talking as you know um Mm. is that that's sort of that's still the way they want to win games so it's a shitty plan but it is that does seem to make sense with this boon guy that they signed too is supposedly more of a specialist in the run game it's terrible terrible news and it's very flawed but is that potentially just the direction they've decided to go is like that's our strong suit. We're going to protect the ball and be really good in the run game. So it's just the Twins just keep signing soft-throwing finesse pit starting pitchers. We just, you know, we don't walk guys. That's our. That's how we win games. Still strikes. Forgetting that Spin they the don't ball. win games. <laughs> but, you know, I think the one different thing about this is the Vikings so far have had decent success, right? So it was, we talked about some of these... Seasons because that, of the defense. Their offense is a disaster. It is horrible. Yes. Yeah. So, so I, agree, not, I agree with you. I mean, I'm on your side. I'm just saying I, I think that might – I'm wondering if that's what they're saying when they're sitting around saying, hey, you know, we got to improve, we got to get better, but, you know, the formula was working in total. I don't know. I think it's bullshit. I, I agree with you, but that's the – as – much as we give them shit, and as much as I love that, they have, they have, they are thinking <laughs> in some way. I mean, they're doing things, right? They have so a plan, active. is what you're saying. They have a plan. They have a plan, and they're executing the plan. It's a youth. It may be a bad plan, it's but at least plan. they have one. I think so. Brandon, so. Okay. I think so. Brandon, the argument you're making here is. Hey, say what you want about the tenets of national socialism, dude. At least it's an ethos. <laughs> At least it's an ethos. Yes. Brands run on time. <laughs> that is a uh, God. I love that quote. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I think so. I, I don't know for sure. I just if if Lodholt was never a good pass blocker, this Boone guy supposedly that's not his forte. Um, I have to imagine they know that, and they just are thinking like, "Hey, we the the pass blocking guys we don't we couldn't get or whatever." I I don't know. <laughs> Grab it straws here. 
those those pass blocking guys. We out don't of our reach. Guys. Out of our reach. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't Ugh. get it. But Khalil is bad. Uh, Berg, I, Jim Berger is the only good one, right? He was he was good last year. And they are have already indicated that he may not start. They they like his flexibility. They'd rather have him as a backup that can play all positions. Okay, so now we're back down to just nobody good at all. <laughs> Guys who used to yep. be good. One guy was good in college. Uh, and uh, that's about it. That'll do. That. Yep. And are they going to do they – is there any other rumblings of other starters, like positions they're going after, or are they just sort of now – we got a guard. Yeah, we got a little bit of depth, and now we're gonna wait for the wait for the draft. Well, they were gonna sign. They were gonna sign a bunch of safeties, but then did you guys see that they re-signed Andrew Sandejo to a multi-year, multi-million dollar contract? We gotta get this guy. We can't lose Sandejo. Day one, twelve oh one a.m. We're calling. We're calling <laughs> Andy Sandejo's guys. I I just he was the guy. Who hurt everyone on his team? Every <laughs> he, was, he knocked everyone out. Every time he did anything, it was like everyone was like, "Well, you can't blame him. He's not supposed to be out there anyway." <laughs> Chris, I think Xavier Rhodes falls like PTSD from just being, you know, next to him in the backfield. He's like walking around a parking lot right now, going, "Oh shit, Anderson Dejo's here." God damn, he doesn't feel safe anymore. He doesn't feel safe in his own home. That's I mean, your fault, Andrew. We've got him for four more years. <laughs> Andrew Zendejo is like your 99-year-old grandpa who somehow gets hold of the keys and just out trying to drive to the store. And you're like, we're sorry. We took the keys away, but he found them. He's not supposed to be out here. so He's got I'm a sorry. Crown Victoria that goes 180 miles an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry you ran over your parked bicycle, but <laughs> He's not supposed in to our be defense, here. we were trying to keep him out of there. And then somehow, it's now he just signed up grandpa for a Porsche. Yep. There you go. <laughs> My God. That one made no sense to me at all. Well, they had a nice little promising run there, and they're just pissing it down yep. their leg. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's, say, let's remain optimistic mm-hmm. for yeah. the draft. I just can't optimistic. wait for the draft. Where <laughs> I'd try through the draft, you know. Rick will pick a punter in the first round, and uh. the whole thing will burn. <laughs> oh, shit. It's March. Fuck them. March uh, tenth. Yeah, six early. months. They had a good season last year. Let's just hope. Let's, yep. Let's talk about the th- the person that's making me the angriest on the Twins this week. Is that Ricky Nolasco, John? Oh, I could not believe that <laughs> Ricky Nolasco has his agent come out and be like, "Well, Ricky really he really thinks he's earned a chance to be in the rotation. If he's not in the rotation, he's going to have some words with people." Quick, quick oh, really? note from the uh, from the uh, podcast green room. Um, I I hung out with a uh, Josh Fiedler, friend of the program, before the show, mm-hmm. and he demanded that we talk about that. Oh. <laughs> he was trying to figure out who's going to be angrier, and I said, "God, it's a toss up because it's just, it's just, well, it's just." Oh, he God. might go so down as the about- biggest sourpuss in Twins history at some point, right? I mean, I think Tommy Her right now is the clubhouse leader, but he's this the is- biggest red ass. But man, Nolasco's making a, a serious. We talked this is about like this a little three. bit online yesterday. If you're That's Ricky right. Nolasco, why would you not have your agent say that? What? Because it works. Your, your job is not to make sh- make sure the sport of podcast or that we are happy. You you whine about starting. You know that the fans are going to bitch. 
But that's, you don't care. You, what you're out there trying to do is trying to make as much money for yourself as you can. So, why not wine? Worked for Pelfrey last year. That's they the were going to send That's him to the bullpen. They didn't. He got to start, and he signed a multi-year contract with Detroit this offseason because he bitched. So if you're Ricky Nolasco, why would you not bitch? It worked for Pelfrey. The Twins gave in. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, they're not in PR. What's the downside? They don't give a shit. The fans hate you anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, the fans are mad that you're whining? What do you give a shit? They don't like you anyways. Well, I got to tell you, I could not be cheering harder against Ricky Nolasco this spring. Meanwhile, Burials is basically fucking unhittable, and he's already got a goddamn lease on an apartment in fucking Rochester, yep. knowing that he's got no shot. Oh. Fun squad. Okay. Goddamn it, joke, because they're worried about 2022. Yeah, I mean, there is a far, far better chance that Barrios will blow out his arm three years from now and never pitch again afterwards, then that he will be so unbelievable that the Twins will wish that they had him for an extra year under team control. There's a far better chance it will never, ever be a problem. But for some reason, they're just conserving it. Like, well, we got to save about the money. Yeah. The worry about the Twins have, the same, have a lower payroll than they had five goddamn years ago. All the salaries are, are going up throughout baseball. Everybody's swimming in money. The Twins are, have a lower payroll than they did five years ago. But they're worried about Nolasco's sunk goddamn cost and Berrios' contract five years from now. The fuck is going on? They're supposed to be a contending team. They, they believe they can contend. These games in April count exactly as much as they do in September. But we're going to have Nolasco start, and Bar- potentially, and Berrios start in Rochester. That's a that's a thing you're actually considering because of money, you sons of bitches. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Always looking to the future, every because every single year. Not because you think it gives you the best chance of, to win. No, that's what makes me angry. I can if we just disagree on what gives you the best chance of, of winning. That's a, a whole different thing. Yeah, it, it'd be different if it was like. Well, we want to sign this veteran all-star second baseman, but he might block our incredibly high-value prospect from playing in the majors. So, I mean, that's an argument you're willing to have. This is not that. No. It just it makes me so grumpy, and they haven't even played a game that matters yet, just knowing what they will do. And I'm on their side. I'm on Team 2016. They have no greater friend. Than me, yeah. and I'm angry about. It. You, 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 know, you can't walk that. No back, greater yeah. friend, Seth Stowe's mm-hmm. and me, <laughs> on an island, just hanging out, having a catch, <laughs> hanging out, too. wishing yeah. Twins prospects happy birthday on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's just the most cuddly son of a bitch. He in is. The world. Have you ever met Seth? He's just the nicest no, guy in the whole world. He's from Roseau, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's... he's and everything that implies. He's from Rozo, exactly. and everything that you think that means. He's just, just a kind, friendly man. <sighs> he's the anti-Dave. <laughs> Dave is also a kind, friendly man. I know, I know. Just filled with almost an incident. Impossible rage. Just an incredible <laughs> amount of rage. How many wins do you think old Steph is, Seth is going to uh, 
predict the Twins have this year? 163. <laughs> <laughs> so the I would I would say he's a he's an optimist. I would say that. Um, God bless him for it. And he's never seen. Are. are the optimists? I don't know if you know any of them. I tend to hang out with cynics, so I don't really have a good beat on it. Are the optimists thinking? Are they are they team twenty sixteen? Is there a, is there a feeling in the air? You think that uh, you know the pieces mm-hmm. were there last year? Because I feel like everybody's wincing right now just bracing for the uh slap across the face but again i because it's like with, me and fiedler and sepstos you're the only three you think as, as far as i know okay all right well i just wasn't sure if among our friends i'm sure you're right but the general the rubes of the world the offense um after a week i'm i'm pretty enthused about the offense i'm not not gonna lie to you park bang is uh two park bangs two park bangs in the first week man i love that his nickname is park bang i'm, I'm here for the park bangs yeah i'm i'm <laughs> so happy about that it's i really can contain myself <laughs> as hard as i'm name is park bang <laughs> as hard as i'm rooting against rocky nabisco i'm rooting for because i'm a i'm a wuss uh joe mauer to finally be healthy again i miss oh, when yeah, he's good sure. Not because people God, scream at him all the time, although that is one really big component. I, if you get a brain injury playing a sport and then people scream at you while you continue to try to play that sport, I'm usually going to side with you. Um, but he was just so awesome. He was unbelievable. And uh, if he could get back there, at least in some way, it would be would be really fun this year. It, plus, it would be really hilarious if he hit like 340 and had 65 doubles this year and Somehow everybody was still mad because he only hit 12 home runs or something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. That's one of it's those, just, that argument that ship has sailed. It's dumb people be mad. <laughs> There's the sportive podcast yep. anthem right there. <laughs> Which is what people say about us, too. That was, that was, my, that was where I was going with, with that one. Oh. Sorry. I thought you just meant that we enjoyed the stupidity of others. Well, I think that's probably and universal. And ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that it for Twins News? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, we, we dispensed with Mr. Nalaska. Yeah, we don't like you, Rocky. If you want to come on sometime and, and state your case, we're happy to have you. But we don't, we don't, blame, blame, we don't blame you for I doing think, what you're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I think fine. I actually defended him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I read more of the, the, the uh, front office if they are actually considering... Don't start kowtowing to You do not Nabisco. negotiate with terrorists on the sport of... We've been clear with, on that from day one. It's a, you know, it's a balancing act. It's a high wire that we're on. It's, it, you know, we're really going out on a limb, but we don't. We don't negotiate with terrorists. We've been asked to a number no. of times. We just said, no, we won't do it. Constantly. Hamas. Just wants they to be... call every day. Every fucking just lighten up our Gmail account, our shared Gmail account. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so let me ask another sports-related question. What is it like being a Wild fan right now? Just an absolute roller coaster of emotions? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? You were out. You were back in. Uh, Renegade cop John Torchetti came on board. You won 30, 35 games in a row. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. You're not in the playoffs right now, right? 
Bubble they are or not? They're ninth. They are ninth right now. Ninth. You're on the outside looking in is what I like to say. And they have less games played than the team in eighth. I believe Colorado has 14 left. Oh, they only have 12. So much intrigue. I thought it was the other way around. I thought they still oh, had one. I, I was half but you might be right. I have lost track the last, lately, the last week. So you I, might think it, I think it might be the other way around because Colorado played twice since the last time uh, the Wild played on Sunday. So, I, I know they did that. I thought we still had, now after tonight, a game in hand. But a I game in hand. Wrong. Minnesota has a game in hand. I'm but almost positive. Tales like that. Often. I'm almost positive game in hand, Minnesota. But if you're not going to beat Edmonton at home, it's not going to really matter how many games you have in hand. Yeah, what's the nope. fucking point? You have your dick in your hand. You got no chance. Can't beat Edmonton. They're bad. They've got that one young kid, and that's it. That's Connor the McDavid. They couldn't stop him. Well, that's true. okay. So is is John Torchetti not the second coming of Christ? Well, no. Are they playing their asses off for him still? No, no. They they played poorly tonight. Poorly, but were really giving it their all, and it just didn't quite come together for them. One of those games? No. Were they on their bellies? They, were they? They uh, had a lot of power plays. They uh, they just didn't didn't score any goals. They didn't score as many goals as the other team. They take any slap shots off the teeth because that's how you can tell when someone cares when they're going down and taking a a heater right off the mouth. That that would be. You would be out of position if you went down on the ice and got hit in the face with the puck while laying on the ice. That means you are in a spot you weren't supposed to be. Are there any um, NHL players like that, though, that are purposely doing dumb shit to show how much they love hustling? Like a I Nick Punto had to slide in the first? That, no, they died long ago if you... Go down face first no. and do a slap shot. You don't last long. <laughs> that was a joke. I didn't necessarily mean they were trying to block a slap shot with their face. But, like, are there sort of dumb hustle moves that guys do just to show how, how hustly and gritty they are, like the head first slide into first base? Like, that. I, I know you think that looks cool. That's pretty fucking stupid to do. The any- equivalent, the NHL equivalent of, you know, the David Eckstein or the Nick Punto in baseball, the guy who's always hustling and is sort of annoying because he wants to be seen as hustling. The NHL equivalent tends to be a little guy who's just a rat and is always hacking people and slashing people, and you just want him dead. Like Alex Burroughs in Vancouver. Just chirping, and he's always just kind of nipping at your ankles. Torture is too too good for Alex Burroughs. Is that a is that a universal thing, or are there some fans who are like, God, I love that Burroughs. He just if fucking there's anyone who up. loves Alex Burroughs, they themselves deserve his fate. So is he like a Pierzynski type then? Where just... Water Buck was that way in some ways here, and people loved him. Butter people love Clutterbuck. Tons of jerseys. Old Buttercluck. Uh, is he still around? Yeah, he's he's out in New York. Okay. Still, no. okay, still so hanging around with every former, every Minnesotan in the mm-hmm. NHL is also on the Islanders. Gabor, is there. he still, still out there? I believe still plays for him. Uh, Brett Hedekin, I think, is still out there. Yep. Uh, Neil Braden was on the Islanders. Aaron, all three. 
Paul, Aaron, and Neil. All three Brodens still play in a line. The Michelettis are all out there for some reason. A <laughs> uh, couple, couple of Christian brothers. Now that I know that, I know it took me like six episodes until I realized you guys were not joking with me, but now that I know that Yarmer Yager is actually still in the league, <laughs> I do believe some of these names. Like, if you told me, like, no, dude, fucking Neil Broughton is, like, playing, I'd be like, good for him, man. That's great. Mm-hmm. I, I buy it. I mean, Yarmer Yager is good still. Very good. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's Amazing. not a... Fourth liner that gets out for, you know, 90 seconds No, he's night. in a perfect situation. He, he just sits in front of the net, and they feed him, and he snipes and scores. Then he goes back to the bench. Perfect situation. That Florida team. It's a beautiful thing, man. I love when old guys know their role and are just fine with it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Neil Broughton, I, if any podcast listeners haven't seen this, please go to YouTube and type in Gretzky fights Broughton, because watching Wayne Gretzky drop his gloves and then get the crap beat out of him by Neil Broughton is one of the great, one of the great hockey clips. So that's a good, uh, good talker. If you uh, if you can give some um, some suggestions, if I wanted to look up some great hockey videos i think we have a sport of consensus which is rare but that the number one is bellows is a superstar yeah right? like that's <laughs> the best easily the best hockey clip and maybe one of the best just any just clips ever in general you'll never hear profanity used in such a perfect and precise way to bring down another human being than in that video <laughs> It's sort just of like a swearing just, Mad Libs, but it still kind of works. This the combinations of things together, it's, just such a isn't it? There's just, no answer for it. Isn't it's just so one of good. Them? It's just laying on the ice like a broad, I believe, is another. <laughs> just <laughs> what? How did you think of that? <laughs> uh, so Bella's the superstar is number one with the bullet. Are there any other? There's one of them too. I thought I remembered where there was a fight in the '70s where the actually now that I think about the '70s in the NHL, it's probably happened weekly. But yeah, where they like went up into the stands and were like mm-hmm. pummeling fans. Yeah, <laughs> which is not funny at the time, but really funny later. It's it's kind of funny that yeah the the whole Pistons brawl at the Palace yeah and it was just everyone was just up in arms about oh mortified the one thing you you could not possibly do the one taboo that yep. the line you could not cross was you cannot go into the crowd no matter what for any reason and in the NHL you got Mike Milbury climbing up <laughs> into the stands and beating a man with his own. <laughs> <laughs> So that was another one that I remember being just an absolute joy. Uh, I don't know this one, John, that you just mentioned, uh, Broughton and Gretzky. So I'll have to I'll have to look that up too. But that's a fun rabbit hole. I think that's one of my favorite is hockey or just yeah hockey fights or hockey videos in general. They're all really good. I'm not usually a purveyor of hockey fight videos, but it's just too good for little Wayne Gretzky just getting mad and dropping his gloves. And Neil Broughton calmly beating the piss out of him. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't even want to be doing this podcast anymore. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, it's one of those times you're just proud to be a Minnesotan. Sure, sure. One of them. Yeah, I get it. 
Well, um, listeners, go enjoy some of those videos. If you have any other classic hockey videos, please send them to us, and we'll we'll take a look. We'll rank them, retweet them, etc. And best of luck to the Wild and their fans. It's been a it's been a rough go of it this year. I think the best case scenario right now is an eight seed, right? That's kind of mm-hmm. fighting for that. Like, fighting for that last the points, the points look like that. Right. Right. And as as somebody pointed out to me the other day on Twitter, I think I, I said on the podcast that the best thing that could happen is that they could get the second wild card and then they'd automatically be sent over to the Pacific. But somebody reminded me on Twitter that nothing about the NHL makes sense at all. So that wasn't actually true. It's not just like, oh, oh. if there are two wild cards from the same division, then the worst one will get sent over to the other division because that would make some sense. Instead, there's two wild cards, and it doesn't matter what division they're in. The the worst one plays the best division winner, and the second best division winner plays the second worst one. So really, in order for the Wild to end up in the Pacific Division playoffs, they would have to finish eighth, and Anaheim or Los Angeles would have to catch the Central Division, which could happen. Both of them have kind of been on a run lately, but they're about four points away or something like that. But it's... A little, a little less likely than I had previously hoped because the NHL just can't get anything quite right. Oh boy, yeah, they really can't. Okay, so I looked up on ESPN.com.go.com. Excuse me, ESPN.go.com, which is a website I've been I go to sometimes. The Wild are down to, and they have one game extra to play. See, ah, there we go. Sorry about that, guys. Fucking ace, dude. That's <laughs> Mr. Puck. I feel like I really yeah. did let yeah. that. If we can't trust you on the Wilds do... standings. All right, you're going to have to skate Herbies. Is that a real thing, or is that you just yep. um, messing Skate with Herpes. How many, how many Herbies Again. do you think you could skate, Stu? Again. Um, now, is this, is this where I have to jerk off the guy, or is this one where <laughs> I have to skate? <laughs> I, I mean, it's a European Herbie. Oh, okay, I, was gonna, I, I saw how they had Philip work in the Americans, and he had to do some horrible things. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I don't. I don't know what that is, though, John. Can you enlighten us? Our Herbie? Yeah, yeah. Is it like a bag skate? It's like. A, yeah. Did you ever do crushers in basketball? Yes. It's like that, but on a hockey rink and on skates. Oh God. Oh Jesus Christ! That's again. That's oh <laughs> God, hockey. Uh, gee, I'm, uh, again, if, if, it, if it weren't for wrestlers, I'd say hockey <laughs> players are the most insane. God, I hated them. I hated hockey practice so goddamn much. Hated it. Love games. Loved them. Hated practices. Ugh. Getting fucking yelled at for an hour. That's fun. That's real fun. <laughs> like a baseball practice? Eh, piece of cake. Oh, you're outside. You're in the cage. You look outside. 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 Throw a ball around. Take some grounders. Beautiful. <laughs> like a day in the park. Just wonderful. Hockey practice. Cold. Smells. <laughs> Probably early in the morning. Just getting fucking yelled at. Angry men screaming their heads off at you. Full speed. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For a goddamn hour, just head down full speed getting yelled at in a smelly, cold building. I mean, Baseball form. my memories of being like eight years old and having an outdoor practice are not just my worst sports memories as a kid. They are like my worst memories in general. It was like free, like 10 below and we would have hockey practice and my feet would be so numb. I'd have to have my mom carry me to the car at seven years old. That was not nothing about that was fun or safe. So I'm with you. I hated it. Not good. Uh, and they, they thought it was, so the coach would think he's mixing things up by having you do Russian circles and then Herbie's for like 30 minutes. Well, at least it's two different drills. No, they are the same drill that you are skating. <laughs> it's full speed. That's not, because one, you're going in a circle, and then the other one, you're going in a straight line and stopping. Oh, like, man, the so, variety is crazy. I'm going to have you run around the track 17 times, and then run back and forth. In between these lines, seventeen times. <laughs> well, at least we're mixing it up. No, that's not. Still miserable. Not good. And you're not going fast enough, you pussy. <laughs> this is uh, therapy for you. Ugh, hated it. You guys, have any more wild complaints? Nah, it's good for now. John, you wanted to. You you asked offline if anybody is still paying attention to the wolves. Yeah, it's just I I I notice in the newspaper that now their game story doesn't even make the front page of the sports section anymore. It's just like buried on the seventh page of the sports section. You're like, oh, I guess the wolves did play yesterday. Yeah, that's about right. That feels right to me. I think everybody's ready for the season to be over. It's kind of how it is with the NBA most years of there's like two or three good storylines still going and everything else is either settled or forgotten about or whatever. So obviously the golden state thing is super interesting. The warriors, uh, or the Spurs as well are interesting Cavs, etc. people at the top, but that's kind of it. So Levine's been starting and he's not the worst player in the league this year, which is really promising. Now, he was partially the worst player in the league last year because of his defense, right? Yes. Has yep. that improved at all? Uh, just barely, I think. I mean, it wasn't yeah. just defense. It was just the on-court, off-court, plus-minus. Like, every time he stepped on the court, they you know, would go up six to down 14 somehow. And that happened almost every game. So that's a little bit better, but yeah. He's... So now they're, they go from up six to down six. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, baby steps. It's baby steps. Hmm. It's discouraging. I just looked up the um, basketball reference is my favorite site for statistics. And the Wolves are 12th in offense, which is very impressive. But they're 29th in defense. So that to me, for one thing, it's just hard to be a young team that's good at defense no matter how hard you are hustling. It's not just about being lazy or whatever. It's just a really difficult concept to understand with how smart the offenses are nowadays. A little bit of that is to be expected. But you can learn defense. It's it's not like a you're just gifted being good at defense. So I in a way I think it's promising that that's what they're bad at because you know, last year if you remember the Sixers, one of the worst teams uh, in history, were like 13th in defense. So no matter how bad your talent is, you can be okay at it if you get the right coach. So I take that as promising. They're having a pretty good defense or a pretty good offense right now, and they can hopefully be a lot better defensively if they get the right guy in. So now all that takes is having a competent owner. No, never mind. Fuck it. It's not going to happen. They're bad. No, nope. they're going to continue being bad. John, someday, and I'm not going to make you do it today. But someday I would like to dedicate a podcast to you breaking down T-chart style who is more incompetent comprehensively, not just this year, but overall, the Gophers administration or the Timberwolves. Oh, that and is a difficult one. And you have to make a decision at the end. You have yeah. to pick one or you can't. And we can be like a jury. and I was going to say, it should be like, a special courthouse episode. It'd be like a courthouse. Maybe we cross-examine you like we're prosecuting attorneys. Like Judge like John? Something along those lines. I mean, yep. it's, this is, it's going to come down to, you know, a nuclear spill will irradiate the earth for centuries. But a coal mine fire means... <laughs> That the whole Just town has to one. evacuate for the rest of time because it won't burn out. Make a decision, Your Honor. <laughs> Your Honor, make, please order the witness to answer the question. That would be. I would love to hear the the ins and outs of that. Maybe oh, maybe it's God. just us. We should make. Maybe it is. Maybe it's even just me and you. I. I, I, we'll I think, don't know. Let's sleep on this and figure out if we think this should be a just over beers or something we record because i think i'd like uh, john to like sit down and just even spend some time like really yep. ashing it out not not off the cuff it's gonna be like really thinking about it it's just starting in like 1904 like or whatever it started it'll be more like a presentation at the sloan research conference or whatever that thing yeah i almost feel like a podcast <laughs> isn't doing it justice we need to have visuals there will be a peer-reviewed paper that comes out of this. Oh, I would expect nothing less. And there will be a whole middle section on Glenn Mason that the peer reviewers will be like, this is this is just slander. This doesn't actually have anything to do with any other point you've made, but I won't take it out. And as a result, my paper will not be accepted by this journal. The fact that it's a really impossible thing to, to know off the top of your head is not good news for either 
organization or for those of us who actually care about one or both of them. So Yeah. The real losers are us. We are. <laughs> I want to see a it's picture of time. John on the cover of Harvard Business Review in like a tweed jacket with this Gophers or Wild. Who's shittier? John's got a pipe. Quizzical, furrowed brown. And just forty pages inside. Sort of a world weary look on your face of like, yeah, I've done all the reading. Yeah, well, let's think about it. That'd be good. <laughs> the wolves are you know how every 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 sport now has an example of at least one team that got bad for about five years and got a bunch of high draft picks and Chicago, then came out of it. Blackhawks. Yeah, the Blackhawks or in baseball the Astros or there, there's an example in just about every sport. Golden State Warriors, were they shitty for a while? Weren't they? Oh, yeah. They were shitty for decades. Between Run yeah. TMC and now, yeah, there was like a whole bunch of time in the wasteland. Horse shit. The Timberwolves are the counter tale. The what if you got bad and then you made every possible bad decision yeah. to stay bad? It's almost impossible to stay bad in yeah. professional sports. We call this the Cleveland but... Browns method. How could you possibly stay bad? They did it. They fucking did it. <laughs> Basketball is way it's way e- harder to stay bad. I mean, you have to make monumental mistakes on an annual basis because you're going to be in the top five draft picks. There are guys that you couldn't possibly fuck up no matter how. You know, there's every once in a while there's a Shaq or whoever comes around. So it's hard, and they've still managed to do it. It's very impressive. Just repeatedly, year after year, failing in both drafting and development to improve their team at all. I mean, the joke has been made before, but if if you would have given this team, in, whenever they hired David Kahn, whenever, 08 or something, instead of hiring David Kahn, if you just found some random-ass person like who just had a regular amount of intelligence but didn't give a shit about basketball, they would have done a better job. They just yep. would have gone online to ESPN.com or they would have Googled like draft website and they would have just chosen from the list of people and they would have been way better every year for like the four years. Basketball comes around. lends itself to that best. Like baseball, you couldn't do it because you couldn't, you couldn't go online and draft however many rounds there you are. Have any, yeah, you'd be like, hey, who's on, uh, who's on Rice this year? Give me or the fucking the, picture. you know, the Latin players that you need to build a system. <laughs> you know, now you just wouldn't be able to do that. Football, probably you wouldn't be able to get away with it either. Oh, there's so much. Football's so complicated. You're right, yeah. And hockey, you sure as shit couldn't because nobody knows who, you know, half the guys are that are drafted. But basketball is two rounds. College basketball is prolific. It's ubiquitous on television. You could probably get away with it. You could because the guys that make the mistakes try to outsmart. Yep. You know whatever. Yep. Um, it's incredible. It's it it is truly, and I know that. I mean that. It's amazing though that Clarence, you, um, could have done a better job than David Kahn. That is amazing. It's remarkable. And it's it is and Clarence would never wear a corduroy suit. Like, do you think the <laughs> league would immediately would I get suspended forever or just for a little while? Draft day number one, 
the second I see Stern, I knock him right the fuck out, right there on the stage. <laughs> just walk up to him and just right goddamn cross across his teeth. And if that didn't knock him out, the left cross would. Yeah, yeah. Like first, the old one. Too. Haven't even shook his hand ever. What would what would be the ramifications? I mean, honestly, uh, what would they? You would go to prison, Clarence. That's what you get for assaulting. I mean, that's that's, that's no, definitely you don't an assault. Go to prison, your first assault. That I know. You don't. Okay, this is not your first. They bargain down on the probation. But, uh, well, that's true. Shit, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Touche. Touche. Even on your second one, well, I'm a GM now. I'm making the fucking coin. So I got a good lawyer. You got a couple guys in the police yep. precinct that are that are on the payroll, yeah. right? I mean, there, you're no way you're knocking out somebody in Let's a jurisdiction that you're unfamiliar with. That's up to the, you know, that's between my lawyers and his lawyer. But the league, what... What would be the punishment the league would hand down? I have to imagine there's been something not exactly that egregious, but some sort of crazy shit's gone down in the in the past. Punching out the commissioner of a sport, like a a, some sort of fist fight has happened. I said not that exact level, but some something illegal has gone down, and there's been some fights between some guys. I have to imagine it's uh, the other the other owners have voted, and you you're gonna take uh, you get a one year suspension, and you can't be around your team. Well, I mean, Jim Ursay got suspended for like a year, didn't he? Because he was arrested with uh, like 6,000 Percocet pills and $75,000 cash or something. The <laughs> Colts owner. You get suspended yeah. by the other owners for a certain amount of time. But I think I, I know where Would you're going with this. It's fucking worth it. They wouldn't it take away draft picks for, hitting, for, punch, for knocking out the commissioner. I don't. That, wouldn't, I think that would fine. then damage my team. Yeah, that's no. I guess where I was going with this is me being a commissioner. You said I could do a better job, but that would be the first thing I would do. Yeah, but would that then damage my team by yeah, losing I, draft picks? I don't think it would. I, they would just lose me. Which and then one of you guys would be my assistant GM, and you would step in. Yeah, if you would have hired me as your deputy, which I'm sure you would have. <laughs> no, what that wouldn't happen. Well, Pardon? had you like seven years ago, I would have. But after you've shown your allegiance to Hanky, especially sure. through all this, yeah, yep. your oh, your resume is tarnished probably forever. Got it. You've you, dug yourself a deep hole, Clarence. You have got to read the the recent article on the Sixers. Um, in yeah, ESPN. what did they do? I saw that article. They are uh, just creating this state of the art, Clarence. You are going to shit a brick at a, at a. I I I love it. I think it's the smartest thing in the whole world, but. Uh, the like sleep science that they're doing, and the the yoga that they've got their players doing, and they're monitoring <laughs> hydration. Oh Clarence, you're gonna fucking see, die. Embiid isn't he like seven two or something trying seven. to do the fucking crow? Embiid is <laughs> doing. Uh, so he loves Shirley Downward Temples, dog. like they're his favorite thing in the world, and uh, those drink, you know, those sugary drinks, or whatever. They have now got him. Uh, to drink uh, fresh squeezed mango juice. Oh sure! And how many so. games has he played this season? This uh, season. Excuse me. What? Sorry. Uh, sorry, you cut out. What? I don't even know the answer to that question. They found that, out no, the I best didn't. sports science place in the country or in the world. Excuse me, is in like Kuwait or something. So they sent him right. to the Middle East for a month. <laughs> Sent him there, and how again? I'm going to ask again. How many games has he played this season? He's he's still he's still at a round zero. He's still at a well, 
That's not the funny part, though, because he was not. So, he, I mean, he's he's out for the whole year because of his surgery or whatever. But the the yoga and the the oh, quiet music they're listening to and they're monitoring how much water everybody drinks and how much sleep they get. Um, Meanwhile, Tony Parker's smoking like fucking four packs a day. <laughs> <laughs> It's a perfect article, though, because if you want to see the smart things as or what they're doing as smart, they go, well, you know, some of the tactics have been taken from the Spurs. You go, ooh, yeah, okay, all right, I, I agree with this. But if you want to come into it saying these guys are a bunch of fucking loons, uh, you're also going to be able to have that impression. So it's one of those articles that's got something for everybody. I highly sure. encourage you to check it out. I am all in. I think it's brilliant, but I know that it's... Uh, not exactly. How many words is it? Is it one of those deals where it's like twenty thousand words? Because I'm not. No, no, like it's, it's not. It's not a flowery language sort of deal either. It's just sort of like they're doing this or doing this or doing this. It's relatively long, but it's also very skimmable if you just want to hear some of the. I don't know. I think if you want a little, um, if you want a little laughter uh, tomorrow during right. work, I think that might be. It. I think Tom Haber, Tom Haberstroh wrote it. Oh, okay. Well, now you got... I like him. Yeah. Well, actually, I saw it on his Twitter feed. I don't know if he necessarily wrote it or just linked to it, but it's it's on there. Oh, and it's now you're... ESPN, so I know I'm, I'm walking it back immediately. Uh, but I'm I'm all in. But I'm a I'm a hippie. You know that I'm a new age fruit. I will I will read the first paragraph and make a decision. Then I will scan to see exactly how long it is, and I will make a decision. There you go. But thank you for bringing it to my attention. Yep. I just thought you'd enjoy it. Okay, I so really like I really like how the Sixers are determined that they will try to improve everything except get better basketball players. Everything. <laughs> They're a state of the art practice facility and they've got the best trainers and the best they've got these best uh nutritionists and chefs or whatever, and it's like, do you guys still care about winning games? Are you guys ever gonna actually play the games on the Buy Nike and make every employee only work on basketball shoes for the Sixers. Buy the entire (laughs) It's amazing. It is incredible. Okay, so uh, should we move on to non-sports stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. So we wanted to uh, give a shout-out to our friend Ben Johnson, who wrote into the our Sportive on Twitter and recommended watching The Americans, which is... I think I, I know I watch it. I'm pretty sure Clarence, you watch it. Stu, you're the same. Absolutely. I've been down since day one. Season three, so I've got to hustle because it, the premiere is like uh, next Wednesday. I think. I believe it is. John, have you watched The Americans? I've never seen an episode. Fantastic show. It is unbelievably tense. Um, so much tension. God, I, yeah. I literally have to. If I if I smoked, I would smoke like a chimney during the show because it's just it's so nerve wracking. Yeah, there's butts. There are yeah, there's butts too. Well, that's important. There are de- there's definitely Kerry Russell butt multiple times. Speaking of that, uh, when he did write us and and give us that recommendation, which we think is great, he also asked a question. Uh, in the Americans, was that the there was a scene in there where they were uh, the parents were caught sixty uh, nining, and he nice. and he just asked us, which I think is where you go to ask certain questions like this. He said, "Was that the actual first sixty nine scene in television history?" I did a little bit of recon, and no, actually, the first 69 scene was in the show Roseanne. Uh, the Connors really? had a date night. <laughs> no, Jesus. Okay. God. <laughs> God. Actually, it was a date. Not remarkably, that 
remarkably vulgar spinoff uh, in 1956 of Leave It to Beaver. It was tanked immediately. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, people Wally, did not enjoy Wally. Wally was at the malt shop, and he went under the table. <laughs> just started giving it to Betty Lou. Like one of the stand-up 69s. Those are the new thing. Oh, boy. No, I, maybe that was. I don't know. I'm not going to do any of the research, but uh, that was the grossest thing that came to my mind right now of this first 69 scene was right <laughs> Dan Connors. The Connors. <laughs> little date not night. stretchy. I just don't see them no. being able to... Right on that's that final couch of theirs. That's more, yeah. That's... I don't even know. I don't know what number that is. Okay, so now uh, that was the only Ask Sportive we had this week, but any again, anybody uh, has any questions, uh, just do a... Hashtag ask sportive and we'll find it. Now we're going to get to another new section that we're calling sportive explains. And this is where people ask us to explain something. These are all internal explainers. So the first one, Clarence submitted a, a request to explain major laser. And I think Stu, can you explain major laser to us? <laughs> I'm genuinely, I can explain. I'm genuinely excited about this because <laughs> I have no idea, and this is true. I have no idea whether Major Laser is a who or a what. <laughs> I don't have the slightest idea. So I have, it's either a band. That's my, so if I were to rank these, yep. like Family Feud style, what would, band would be number one. Yeah, like an indie like band. A bullet. Um, like some sort of YouTube Vine-ish, like sensation video type deal Major that involves lasers. I was gonna say it's kind of a maybe a Wii game that's taken the world by storm. That was I didn't even think of that one. Okay, we're putting that on the board. Ding. Uh, <laughs> My guess was a character in a movie that starred Shaq in the early nineties. Sure, that sure. was Kazam. Kazam. That yep. was Kazam. Major Laser sounds like a perfect secondary character in Shazam. Yep, in any Shaq movie. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe like, like a, a new ooh. weirdo, like fashion designer. Oh. That like Kanye's doing a collab with. Yep, Spring Collection for Major Laser. Yeah, 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 total weirdo. He's got like this one half of his head is shaved, the other half is long. One of those guys, super cool. All right, Stu, did we get it right? All right, Stu. Okay, uh, Major Laser. First of all, uh, laser is uh, spelled incorrectly. It's spelled L-A-Z-E-R in this okay. uh, permutation. But I did pronounce um, it right. It's not Lazare. They're an right? electronic uh, musical act. They're oh! A musical act. An <laughs> act. Um, yes, they're a group. So like the Blue Man group in a way? It's not so much a band, but an act? Um, I think they make their own music. Um, the most noteworthy name of the group is Diplo. You guys are familiar like with the, Diplo? Uh, what? Yeah, they're like the yeah. big Legos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yep. not, no, no, that's that's Duplo. Legos oh. for toddlers. Oh, that's not the same thing? However, the reason for the... Um, he's actually... Um, you know, these DJs are usually like, you know, European dudes with, like, you know, complicated hair and they don't shower and stuff. Yes, no, um, yeah. uh, Diplo is actually a guy named Thomas from Tupelo, Mississippi. What? What? Diplo is named Tom from Mississippi. Yeah, he's a Tom from Tupelo. I assume Tupelo and Diplo are probably related there. So. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> the other members of the group are Jillionaire. Going to repeat that. That's different than. Is there a chameleonaire? Isn't there a chameleonaire? The other one is Walshy Fire. Walshy Fire. Walshy Fire. Yes, like the last name Walsh made into. Um, 
an adjective and then fight into a Ron Gardner like, style nickname. Brenda yes. Walsh. Can you sing me one of their songs or hum it? The, uh, I'm that is on my second uh, point in my major laser presentation here, Clarence. Jeez, um, that's okay. That's okay. Um, they've been around since 2009, but their biggest hit was last year's "Lean On," which I heard at every dance competition last year, and it's on my daughter's Spotify playlist, so I'm intimately familiar with it. Okay. Um, it also features a French producer, obviously. His name's DJ Snake. Of course. I'll repeat that for Clarence's sake. French producer. <laughs> I'm DJ Snake. <laughs> Drop the beats. And the lead singer is a Danish woman named Mo. And oh, sure. Mo had oh, a line through it like you're drawing oh, a zero. Of course it <laughs> does. Um, again, the name of the song is Lean On, and it's I always need somebody to lean on. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, I know that song. Uh, yep, that's that oh, one. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, that's, that's good. Course. Major Laser. Mm. Yes, that is Major Laser, Clarence, and you have heard it at our dance competition. Oh, okay. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Piper loves it, so yeah, I'm very familiar with it. That's not a daddy dance song, is it? It was not in the dad dance last year, no. All right. What's the most popular dad dance song? Usually stuff that's more you can uh, leave your hat on. type of stuff. Beach Boys, uh, yeah. something older. Yeah. Like wipe Out and, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. Although we did the Soldier Boy dance. That was like a little more awkward. Mm, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the um, that's the uh, major laser update. And also, this is more of a preview, and I can't say more about this. This is a preview for tomorrow's um, Twinkie Town bit. Um, I found a... Um, relationship um, between a major laser collaborator and a former twins backup catcher. Wow. That's Good pretty Salbutera, Eric Fryer. I was going back to Salbutera. Or Tom Nieto. Oh, it's, it's not Tom Nieto. All I can tell you is Mark, it has nothing to do with Tom Nieto. Junior Ortiz. Ooh. It will be on your internet at ten o'clock in the morning tomorrow. It's Junior Ortiz. Plug. Oh my goodness! But yeah, I'll be looking is. for it. There's a preview, so yes. But found in the process of researching Major Laser on my lunch hour today, I found an amazing potential connection between a Major Laser collaborator and a Minnesota former Minnesota Twins backup catcher. I'm not going to right. be able to sleep tonight. It's going to be a good one. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm very proud of it. I'm Prince. What if it's Town Prince, guys? It's not Town Redmond? Prince. It's got to be Redmond. Quit, making, quit Red? making me give up names that aren't part of it, so stop it. So, so you got to remember, by the time anyone listens to this, they will have already read your article. I'm, I'm, I, well, Wade and Brian Moan are going to be like, you know, I'll be getting tweets at like 7.30 in the morning and say, what's up? What's up? Is it Brian Harper? What's up? Yeah. No, yeah. So <laughs> I don't need that. Okay. That was a really good Sport of Explains. That's my favorite one so far. We have another one uh, also submitted by Clarence. Can you explain, Stu, this is for you, yeah. what Bebimbop is? Bebimbop? Yeah, what's Bebimbop? Bebimbop. That um, is what, that was the stat that successfully predicted Danny Santana's regression. <laughs> <laughs> Bebimbop, bip. Uh, that- um, now, there is a stat that is similar to that. BABIP, right? Yes. That's an average on balls in play, right? That's not what we're talking about. No, that is no. not what we're talking about. We're we talking can about do that next about. week if you want to submit it, but please do it through the official submission process. Yes. Talk to Jim. 
Just ask don't, me, don't tell me what I have to and, and ha- cannot do. I said please. I didn't. I don't give a shit. You just, please, thank you, Miss Manners. That's the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, beep and bop is a Korean dish, um, which has. I'm out. I'm already in. Yeah. <laughs> There are um, multiple things Clarence likes and two things Clarence likes in this. It's a uh, the base of the bowl. It's a bowl, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the base of the bowl is rice. So, oh, I'm out. Yeah. And then on top of that is a lot of vegetables. Um, it's carrots, hey. um, onion, lettuce, yeah. um, spinach. Four for sure. Um, uh, daikon or daikon or ex machina, mm. one of the two. Um, Shut up! Uh, God. Sorry, it's <laughs> our subject. Um, there's a a couple other uh, things you would associate. I can't remember them off the top of my head, and I apologize. I should have written these down. Um, and then like some um, some really um, oh Christ, like thin. Yeah, we're gonna get into some protein here. We're gonna get yeah, strips of beef. Uh, 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 strips of beef, Clarence. Mm. Oh, I'm in. And then right. a fried egg on top of it. Okay. Mm. But this, the yolk is still liquidy, and then you smash it into the rest of the thing, and you mix it all up. Oh fuck! That and then you get like a, a sauce that goes with it. It's like a like a sriracha type of sauce, but not super mm. hot. More, more sweet, more sweet. Not not really sweet either, but but not mm. super hot like sriracha. So, so it's a rice bowl with Korean beef and an egg. Yes, an egg. Yes, and, and man, that does sound really good. There's a variation of it that uh, Sharkman and Jim Andrews are fans of. It's called um, Dolsat Beep and Bop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to repeat this again for Clarence. Sure. Dolsat. Dolsat. Beep and Bop. Where they, they, put, they put the egg on top of all of that raw in a hot stone bowl, and then the egg cooks on the side of the bowl, mm. and then mm. he mix it all in. Mm. Okay. It seems but it's like really a lot of work, yeah. but sure. It's really good. What? Right? So. what would the restaurant proprietors say? Are the wait? Or waiter. Oh my God! You can't have them shove the whole thing up their butt. To well, that it's, 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 I'm getting there. It depends on their Sorry. answer. Sorry, I stepped if I on it. Ask them to replace the rice with mashed potatoes. They'd probably be okay with it. They probably they, well, they I don't have it on hand. But I was going to say do. I don't think they'd. That'd be a thing they could do. There's a chance you would have to bring your own mashed potatoes. Which you do say. anyway, right? You well, wear those fine. gigantic pants all around. I'm sure you have enough room for six, seven <laughs> potatoes. Oh, don't worry. I've got my own. Not so much room in the crotch, mm-hmm. but I got plenty of room back mm-hmm. here. Yeah. For, in, my for Jinko, in my Jinko pockets in the back. <laughs> so yes, that is what beep and bop is. Is it, is it got a broth? No, it's straight up. It's like a rice bowl, basically. With a lot of vegetables oh, on top, and like then like thinly sliced egg. beef and an egg, and then like a sauce that you can put on mm-hmm. it. The uh, I had Korean pizza tonight from Pizzeria Lola, and that's one of the best pizzas in the. That's in the that area. place, like in, it's like in the South Metro, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. South Minneapolis. Yep, South it's Metro. in South Minneapolis, uh, R- Ridgefield border. Yeah, and their pizza is amazing in general, but specifically the Korean uh, is so good. Whatever that flavor is. On Korean, like banh mi, whatever that is, uh, I'm I'm all about it. I'm in it. Like a ginger soy type of thing. Banh mi, banh mi, anytime. Banh mi. Banh mi, banh mi, anytime. 
funny. There was another Sportive Explain request also from Clarence. Thank you so much for your submissions this week. You asked to be explained Bing Bong, and we're not going to explain Bing Bong. Uh, it's just it's it's too much. We just we can't do it. Pretty much anything you guys tweet, I can just say, okay, we got you got to explain that. I would love that. I mean, we started it this week. It's been great, but we're not going to do Bing Bong um, maybe in a few years. Just a little bit too soon. Right. It's a little too a little too tight. Uh, I had a quick. Okay. Dad life, some advice needed, or just some, uh, yeah, maybe. So I dropped Jones off. Jones, as a reminder to listeners, is four years old. Dropped him off at place or preschool this week. Um, and the teacher came up to me and said, I have to talk to you about an incident that happened oh, yesterday. Oh, boy. Jones yeah. had uh, brought a quarter to school, like, you know, and he thinks it's a lot of money. So he was out on the playground and showing his friends that he had a quarter and he dropped it. And some, one of the bigger kids in the older class came over and grabbed it. And uh, Jones um, attacked this kid mm-hmm. and knocked him down and was like repeatedly punching him. The teacher was like, I was kind of frightened at how aggressive he was punching this kid. So we had to go over and break it up, and it was bad. She's he like, stole just, his fucking money. She was like, I Your just... Hand uh, my goddamn money. She's, you know, it was it was an incident, and, we, you know, and at that moment, I don't think as a dad that I can remember raising Jones um, that I've ever been so ashamed at how proud I was. <laughs> So what was the issue then? Did he not get the money back? Is that what she was? <laughs> Did he get his fucking money back? But immediately, like within five seconds. And so she's talking to me and she kind of gets through that thing. And, and then mm-hmm. she became like the Peanuts character. Just wah, 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 wah. <laughs> And in my head, so start, my heart. Tell me, point out the kid. How big was he? Yeah, that's, that's what I have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, was he bigger or was he much bigger? I know. Yeah. So my heart immediately was like uh, was just fucking like doing cartwheels in celebration. Like my heart is like America, fuck yeah! And my brain was like, dude, calm the fuck down. This is not like a great quality to have your son be like a rage case. And my heart won out. My heart just beat the shit out of my brain in this one. I was so incredibly proud at my rage son. for just handling his business. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to is I know that that's bad and I talked to him about it and you can't, you know, if you drop your quarter on the playground and some kid picks it up, you're not allowed to uh, throw haymakers. But I don't know. I kind of fell into like the Cro-Magnon man thing of like, good for you, dude. I'm proud of you. And I'm, I was and am just a giant pussy. Like I, I that's not a thing that I've ever done is like just just attack somebody or even a justified fight. Like I don't do that. So I was kind of like, it's okay with it. So I think my question to you was, is this, is this okay? Or is this thing happen that you have to sort of wrestle with? Like the, in your inside, you're going like, <laughs> yes, but you actually have to be like, don't fucking don't do that. That's well, so this, this is going to go two ways in 20 years. You will either, this will either be a story that you're telling Two Jones over beers and laughing at, you know, like at the cabin or something. Oh, like when you were four, this happened. Yep. That, that, that's, that's one way this will go. I mean, we or can't just stop there? You will, oh. or you will be telling this story in 20 years. 
through, through like state, state lines. You know, yeah. like you'll be sitting on your couch at home, holding your wife's hand, yeah. and kind of like half crying. And when we first noticed, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I have to be honest. I was a little proud of him. I, I was kind of a <laughs> pussy. I was and am a pussy. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I. I wouldn't lose too much sleep over. No, it's not so much that I'm losing sleep over that it happened. I just was a little. I was just internally embarrassed at how proud I was that that happened. Okay, I, w- I would lose over sleep over your satisfaction at this. Yeah, that's. Mm, I wouldn't. I I honestly wouldn't. I think you are. Uh, you're fine. Just every once in a while, that like Crow Magnon man brain kind of sneaks up. If the like kid the lizard was brain. smaller. Then I then yes I would think you would not have you should not feel that way. Mm-hmm. But if the kid's bigger, then it becomes more yeah, closer to a police a police situation. Is a, is a big thing to always remember. Exactly right. Up. Mm-hmm. If you if he's smaller, you don't you don't pick on a smaller kid. It's a good thing to teach your son. But if he's bigger, you stand up for yourself. I think that's fine. Yeah. He's, I don't think that's unreasonable. He's so young now, though, that it's it's more just like sort of a funny story because I haven't really had to deal with this thing yet. But he's so young, he didn't even remember it happened. When I was talking about it, he's like, what? I, I, I don't know. I'm getting fights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Race cars. Yeah, Sponge exactly. Bob. He had no fucking yep. clue what was going on. So, um, no, it's the first time I've ever had that, like, nah. lizard brain kind of kind of take over. So, anyway, uh, that's all the dad life I had. Anybody else have anything? Anything to wrap up? Weekend preview? Anything exciting? Was, was going Jones on? the one who was shitting himself last weekend, or was that uh, Fitzy? Um, both. Oh, they all. Oh, they all. Oh, that's right. You had three out of four. Yep. And we're not gonna. I. We won't divulge the third person of this family that. Uh, okay. Had some shitting of themselves. Um, you don't have a dog, so it's, <laughs> you're really running out of options. Yeah, here. yeah. There's only two left. Um, they were shitting themselves and puking randomly. Oh. So it was kind of. It wasn't. It wasn't a constant. It was just sort of out of the blue of like, oh, we're wrestling around and we're jumping on the crash pad, and oh no, he just fucking puked somehow into his hair. It so, was a relatively nice weekend. You could have just like left him out in the yard, tied him to a tree, okay. and that's easier pickup. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That's a good point. I never really thought about treating him like a runaway dog that we found. Well, that's what that's what Dad talks for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think we're over it. I think we're over it. Uh, I'm heading good. to San Fran this weekend. It's going to be great. I'm going to uh, a wedding of uh, very very rich people. So that'll be I'll be out of my element, but it'll be fun to to hobnob with uh, rub elbows with the country club folk for a little while. Is the whole family going with? Just me and Danielle, friends, so we're leaving the boys back, and we're just going to go ape shit for three straight days. It's going to be the fucking greatest. Beautiful. Somehow it's going to be colder there than here, which is weird. <laughs> Not something I expected when we when we got this, but uh, yeah. Um, it'll be good. Anything else? What do you guys got? Weekends? Uh, I'll be in the uh, West uh, Metro with the fancy Minnetonka people. My wife's running a 5K. I'm there for support. Of course. Uh, kids so are with us, but uh, Celia is going to be babysitting some other people's kids, so we'll be allowed some freedom. You I guys are John living the is, dream, man. We are, and John's going to be yelling at some sort of sporting tournament, I think. Get out. Yep. I'm, I'm going to watch rugby on Saturday morning. 
because that's what I do. It is. In Blaine or where? No, on television at Kieran's where there's Bloody Marys and a breakfast buffet. Oh, hey. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Clarence, do you have a hockey tournament or do you have a dance tournament? Hockey ended last weekend. We're all done with hockey. We are diving headfirst into the dance track softball meat grinder. Oh, Jesus. Softball? Yeah, it's starting here soon. Shit. Who's in track? Uh, both daughters. Oh, wow. Do you yeah, have a limit on how many things they can softball? be involved in? Do you have, like, each... Is each child allowed to have a maximum X amount of activities, or you just sort of do it all? Yes, they are. Okay. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you need to bring in sister wives if you're going to have them more than two. No more than seven. <laughs> <laughs> you're only... I don't care how cheap gas is. It's still... It just... Oh, yep. So we're at a dance competition this weekend. Well, good luck. Hey, thanks. Yeah, enjoy. Hey, I forgot to ask. How was your uh, your maiden voyage with the parents you weren't familiar with on the weekend the weekend excursion? I know you somehow brought like 150 varieties of beer uh, to run your way into the the friends. How's that experience just just in general of having to meet? <laughs> people you didn't really expect to be friends with and now you have to be friends with it went uh very it went very well it really did it does Great seem time. to be a universally like, good thing like people yeah love it was being friends with their friend kids friends whatever it's whatever it was fine it really was they were a good group of dads uh i didn't really hang out with the moms at all um good group uh, until the, later. Uh, it couldn't uh, well, it hang out. The cooler of beer uh, went over well. I was the only one that brought like a big giant cooler, and so it's kind of like, well, you know what? Fuck it. That's you know, I'm, I'm the only one. They all brought like a six pack or whatever uh, of their own beer. Well, oh, that's weird. what they ended up all doing is throwing their beer into my cooler. So it ended up community. being like a community deal. Worked out really well. So uh, everybody got pretty pretty tuned up. It was fun. It that is one of the experiences that when I was younger, hearing about like, oh, my parents are now friends with my friends' parents because they were just at the same thing. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that and being like, "Fuck that! That's stupid! I'm going to be friends with my friends. That's how it's going to work." And already, yep. it's like, well, whatever. I mean, nope. who gives a shit? They're all everybody's pretty much the same at this point anyway. As long as you we're can maintain a conversation, boat. we're all you know. Yeah, yep. so I, I changed my tune on that almost immediately upon having kids. So that's one of the one of the many things that I said I wouldn't be coming. You get lobbed into a foxhole with these people, you make quick friends because what else are you going to do? Yeah, and it's like my friends that I was hanging on to, I mean, they're great, but they're not any better than any, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's all circumstance anyway, so. With that... Should we just wrap this? Should we wrap this thing up? It's late. Yeah, I'm almost bells. done with my Goodness. second Todd. I can barely put a sentence together. I need to get moving. Yeah, I had a Todd all day. That's the, that's the beer I had when I was out with a friend of the program, Josh Fiedler. God, it's good. It is such a tasty beer. Have you had the new Surly? The Citra? Uh, what's the new Extra one? Citra? Yes, I have. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. If you, li- if you like um, the dinosaur beer, Extra Citra is kind of in the same ballpark. Uh, I do. So, yeah, give that one a shot. Oh, man. Exciting. Very exciting. Okay, well, that should do it for us. Another long one. 
Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we love you. Uh, we can't wait to see you again. And uh, we'll be thinking of you and dreaming of you. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.